0: Hey friend, it's Marissa, and welcome to The Camera Brave Show, the podcast where entrepreneurs uncover the power of storytelling. I teach entrepreneurs just like you how to take video and build their confidence on camera. In this show, I give you my best tips for framing your mindset, crafting your camera presence, and connecting deeper through video. I'm so excited to watch you grow. Let's dive right in. Hello friend, welcome back to another episode of the Camera Brave Show. My name is Marissa, your video marketing coach, teaching you how to take stunning videos and feel confident on camera. This is episode number 51, and today we're gonna talk all about my very first public speaking experience and how that relates to the skill set that I teach for video. Some of the things that I found that were exactly the same when it came to taking the stage, and some of the things that were, Completely different when we're talking about recording video versus speaking in a live environment. Before we dive on in, I do want to take a quick moment to share a review of the Camera Brave show. So this was from Apple Podcast and it is by Jay Rose 928. This podcast is constantly dropping gems on how to build your confidence on camera. Marissa does an excellent job at connecting with you through her personal experiences while getting real with you on what you need to hear to get out of your own way. This podcast is a must listen. I love that. I so appreciate that. I am by nature, a very encouraging person. So I very much love to hear that you are getting that push to get out of your own way. In addition to the gems that I do love to drop. So thank you so much for that review. I do want to encourage you. If you are enjoying the camera brave show to go on over and leave me a review. It is absolutely one of the best ways that you can help the show continue to grow. And it truly lights me up to see what you guys are enjoying and what you are personally getting from these episodes. All right, let's dive on in. My very first speaking experience. So I think there's some misconception that I have a lot of public speaking experience, but this was actually my first professional time taking the stage. It was at a conference called Seven Figure CEO, and I was asked by the keynote, Chris Rodriguez, to come up on stage and talk about three video mistakes that I see with regards to confidence, because I really teach two pillars. I teach you how to take the video, meaning your lighting, your framing, all of the actual technique aspects of video. But then I also teach the confidence portion. I teach how to have the right energy, how to be authentic, how to use your body language for you. And she wanted me to speak specifically on the confidence portion of three mistakes that I often see people make when it comes to video. Now, in specific, she was talking about creating video ads and how that relates to growing your business and your marketing. And inside of that, how to take the video. So I was, first of all, terrified when she approached me because Chris is someone that I look up to. I consider her a business mentor and I bought a ticket to her event And then was asked to speak. So it was just not what I was expecting. I was so incredibly flattered. And it was inside of my zone of genius, sort of say, so to say. It wasn't completely out of the ballpark. It wasn't like I was speaking on something that was not something I was passionate about or knowledgeable about, right? It was talking about all things video. This isn't just going to be a tell-all episode. I'm going to dive into why this really will connect with you and the skill set here. I just wanted to give you the sort of background information on where I was and how I ended up on stage. So this was how it was presented to me. I jumped on it. I told her, yes, one of my favorite sayings from Chris herself is, your greatest ability is your availability. So... One more time. <clears throat> your greatest ability is your availability. So when she sent me that message, I did my best to respond timely and this is something that I'm still trying to do in my own business is to be available to opportunities and to people and to constantly position myself in a state of being uncomfortable because that is how we grow. So, that is how we ended up here on the stage at the 7-figure CEO event. Now, what I did not expect when I took the stage was how many of these skill sets that I teach people to use while they're on camera would actually transfer to a stage. I knew some of them would, but until I was really there channeling those skill sets, there was really no way to tell exactly how useful this information would be while I was on a stage. Let me give you some exact examples. Body language. Completely relevant when you're on stage. I teach body language as it relates to being on camera. That was one huge skill set. Let's see having energy, you have to bring your own energy when you're on camera, you have to bring the energy when you're on a stage. Now, That's where it differs a little bit. I'll get into the differentiations here in a minute. But one thing that differs is, you know, a live group of people versus just a camera where it's a little easier to feed off of energy. But likewise, the energy of the people can bring you down if they're bored or looking at their phone. So then it's almost like you have to build up a little bit more. There are so many areas that really related from camera to stage, preparing your content, having everything prepared. I went up to that stage with a notebook with my content outline. Did I stand there and read it like this the entire time? Um, No, we don't do that, especially on video, definitely not in person, but I did have my outline because that made me feel prepared. And the key to feeling confident is being prepared. That is how you feel it. That is how you take that space and you know that you are speaking on value. That's how you don't feel like you're rambling. That is the key. Or if you get off topic, you know how to get right back on topic. It's having that preparation content outline. The morning before the event, I got up at like 5 a.m. just to flush out all of my ideas. And then I went and wrote just the cliff note version that I brought to the stage with me. But I did that in-depth content purge fresh, not because I was procrastinating because I needed it to be super fresh. So that way I walked into that room with my head buzzing, knowing exactly how much I could speak on this one topic. That is the key to feeling confident. The key to looking and appearing confident is all in your body language. 100%. Shoulders back, chin up, feet planted, and again, some, some differences, I'm going to go in here in a minute as to the stage versus the camera, but those skill sets that I teach and that I use on camera were all used for the stage. Now, before I go into the differences, here's what I realized. I'm reading or I'm listening to the audiobook of Atomic Habits. Many of you have probably heard of this book. It's great. If not, I would totally recommend it. It's a great audiobook or a physical book itself but I had this huge light bulb moment this last week. So this speaking event was about a month ago, but I was reflecting on it knowing I've got to talk about this on the podcast. And this is when it all kind of hit for me in the book. He talks about how we build habits and systems, and he goes into a much better in-depth explanation of this, but essentially that each time that we perform an action, We are feeding into our identity. We are proving ourselves to be what we believe that we are at our core. Each habit that we developed, every action within that habit is either going to say, Feed to your identity that I am this type of person or I am not this type of person. For example, every time you stretch and go on a run, you're feeding into that you are the type of person who runs. You are a runner. You're feeding into your identity. Here's what I did not realize. That over the past year of having this podcast, of preparing my content, of getting up here on camera, and of speaking to you, I have been feeding into the identity that I am a confident speaker. Because I get up here and I speak confidently. I did not realize the compound effect that this would have. That meant when I took the stage in front of people alongside one of my mentors, I was able to speak confidently because I had created this identity that I am a confident speaker without realizing it. When I started this podcast, it was just an audio component. Around six months in, I added a video component and the crucial importance there is me practicing the body language. So every time that I'm doing an episode every single week, I am confidently speaking to you. So I am feeding into the identity that I've created for myself, that I'm a confident speaker without realizing it. I hope that none of this sounds braggy. I want all of this to sound, I want it to spark something inside of you for you to realize that you do not have to wait until you are in the room and on the stage to be able to earn the skill set that's going to allow you to just skyrocket when you're in that opportunity. I want this to spark something inside of you so you know okay, I may not have that keynote speech, I may not have that giant coaching group. But here's what I do have. I have a social media audience that I could go live to and talk to. I could teach them all of the learning developmental skills that I know from ages, you know, zero to two years old. I could teach them exactly what brides need to do on their big day. So using the resources that you have, using the skill sets that I help to teach here on Camera Brave, where you are speaking directly to your audience. Those are things that can be started today and you cannot and should not wait for bigger and better opportunities to start practicing and reinforcing that you are a confident speaker. Looking for a deeper way to connect with your audience? One way I stepped into sharing my message was through creating a podcast. When I started this show, I had zero experience with podcast hosting. So one thing that really helped me get started was how easy it was to host my podcast through Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout makes it easy to manage your podcast and puts all the analytics right at your fingertips. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts podcast so you're able to reach your audience wherever they're listening join over a hundred thousand podcasters already using buzzsprout to get their message out to the world follow the link in the show notes to get started with buzzsprout today and make sure to use this link because you'll receive a $20 amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan which could literally go towards purchasing a microphone to record your show take the first step in creating your podcast by clicking the link below Now, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, okay, Marissa, I do not need to be a confident speaker. I don't want to take the stage or do giant conferences. That's not me. I just want to sell my products and have my coaching group or do my one-on-ones. I don't need to take the stage. Here is why this skill of speaking confidently can be used in so many different areas. Speaking confidently, if you can reframe your identity as a confident speaker, you can use that on video. You can use that in your lives, in your stories, on your reels, inside of Zoom calls. I mean, all of the video places on your YouTube, you can use so many different video platforms to reinforce you are a confident speaker on video. And you can use these skills in person, networking in person. I was told at that event by two different people that I presented myself very well in person. Not saying this to brag, I'm saying that this is a new part of my identity that I truly did not realize I had been working on and cultivating by coming here and speaking on camera week in and week out. But being in that room and confidently taking the stage and I listened back and I was happy with the speech that I gave. And being complimented on my presence made me realize it is this skill set. It is this rinse and repeat, being prepared, being on it, having your energy right, having your body language right, having your inflection there, being passionate and present, making eye contact and listening and owning every inch of who you are as it relates to that space that you are in. These are skills that you can use in-person networking on a stage and through video and you can master one and then use it across the others you can use this skill and dust it off so when you've got that in-person speaking gig or when you've got that big networking event or if you want to join the chamber locally finally like it's been on your list forever you are a confident speaker You can become this without believing that you are. I promise you that because that's not something that I necessarily owned. I used to hear all the time, you're great on camera. That was what I believed to be true about myself. Oh, I'm great on camera. I'm a natural on camera. I'm great behind the camera because I've studied behind the camera. But this new era of being a confident speaker was a complete accident. And it can be an accident for you too. It can be something that you create and that you feed into that identity starting now, not starting when the opportunity presents itself. I started a year ago before anyone was asking to hear me speak. Nobody was asking. I just decided, you know what? I've got value. As long as you've got value... That is the key to growing your confidence is knowing that what you have to say is valuable, knowing that you are valid. You deserve to be in that room, in that space. You have every right to be speaking and what you have to say matters. That conviction is what leads into confidence. So all of this to say, this is a skill set that can take you very far. So if you have come across a camera brave page and you are thinking, okay, I need to just jump on my stories. Yes, that is a great starting step. But I want you to dream bigger. Even if the conference isn't your dream, even if you're not going to do the conference, host the conference, plan it, if that's not your dream, then what is your dream? What is the bigger version of your dream that requires this skill set of speaking confidently? Because you need to start Practicing that and those skills today using whatever you have. If it's going live on Facebook, if it's launching your own podcast, if it's finally starting to do those Zoom calls or just getting in front of a camera on Zoom and recording it and then putting it on YouTube, whatever it is, starting now. That way, when that opportunity presents itself, because it will. When you speak confidently, when you know that your content is valuable and that you are worth standing here speaking and that you are worth listening to, people are going to notice and they're going to need you for things. You're going to be asked to be on podcast. You're going to be asked to be interviewed because there's this huge like marketing funnel that's all around us that other people, even if you don't have this full fledged giant marketing machine, other people have their systems and they're rearing and they need more People. They need people to speak at their events. They need people to interview and to have guests and all of the things. So, this is why it's time to begin now. Okay. In conclusion, let's talk about some of the skill sets that varied from being on video to being on the stage. There were a couple that I learned from absolutely from being on the stage. The first difference was eye contact. You do not make direct, complete, 100% eye contact with one person while you're on the stage. That would be a little bit terrifying. When you're on camera, I'm staring directly at that camera. I'm talking to you right there. If you're watching me on YouTube, I'm staring you down. When you're in a room, and please know I'm still learning about public speaking. It is the newest skill set that I'm adding to my arsenal. So I am very much consuming as much as I can and learning as much as I can, and I will be sharing all of this with you, documenting this journey with you right here on the camera rave show. But one thing that I learned from a speaking class back in college was to pick a different person to make eye contact with throughout the room. So pick your focal points and look at those people. It's easier to pick people that are engaged. It's difficult to look at the people that are paying zero attention to you because yes, some people are paying zero attention to you. This was a conference. It was two days. I mean, I get it. Sometimes energy ebbs and flows. So I took nothing personally. I think that's also another huge factor is to take nothing personally and made eye contact with different people throughout the room. The next thing that was different is the energy. It's different. I haven't decided yet if it's easier or harder to channel energy in front of people. I think the truth is that it's just different. It's a completely different circumstance because I've learned to channel energy here in my like one recording space and to present it to you and to speak from a place of passion, but in a room full of other people, it's less easy to get that sort of focus. It's got to be a little bit more on demand. I can't sit there in silence and do my deep breaths before I'm brought up to the stage. So it's different in that respect. It's also different in the respect that the energy of other people can bring you down (laughs) if they're not paying attention. So it's almost like you have to burst yourself up or burst them up. So getting them involved and being able to get them in a place where they're up here and you're up here and then you're feeding off each other and it's great. And the third most important distinction in public speaking versus video is involving your audience and not speaking at them, but asking questions, getting them engaged, things that I don't necessarily do a lot on the podcast. I may do this in lives or if I'm doing a very specific type of video, but here on the podcast, it's more speaking and I'm not being as engaging as I would like to be the next time I take the stage. So that will be something that I will absolutely include into my preparation for the next time I public speak will be to ask questions and to make sure that audience is involved. Those are the things that I learned from my very first public speaking opportunity. If you are here from the seven figure event, thank you so much for connecting. I appreciate you. And I'm so glad that you're here and you're learning more about video marketing. And if you found this helpful, if you know someone that is a public speaker or that wants to get into the world of public speaking or someone that you think could benefit from understanding the mindset behind Learning to Speak Confidently, would you please do me the honor of sharing this episode with them, whether it's a neighbor, a fellow entrepreneur, a sister, a brother, a mother, a father, anyone in your life that you think could truly benefit from this episode, would you please do me the honor of sharing this with them? Thank you so much for listening in with me today, friends. As always, you can find me over at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Camera Brave. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week, friend, and I will see you next time on the Camera Brave show. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Camera Brave Show. Make sure you subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to get notifications of new episodes every single week. I love bringing you practical confidence and mindset tips. If you love them too, one of the best ways to support this podcast is to leave us a review because it helps us grow the platform to bring you even more powerful stories Plus, it makes me do a literal happy dance. I so appreciate you spending your time with me, friend. I'll see you next week.